Cajun football. Hey, everybody out there. Thanks for coming on, joining the show. We got me, my boy Nathan. Yup, yup. We are here. We are around. And we're going to talk about someone that we're big fans of. So we are huge fans of this man, Debo Samuel. Yeah, we got a little swag baddie Debo with us. But basically, I want to kind of point out as this isn't a biased type of deal because he went to South Carolina. I'm a South Carolina Gamecock fan. Obviously, he's going to the 49ers. Abe's a huge fan, loves the 49ers. Can't, like, stress it enough. We're not going to be biased about this. It's going to be a personal opinion of exactly what we're going to feel like this dude's about to bring to the table to the 49ers when it comes down to it. Matter of fact, I got I got to throw it on for this. You know, I got I, I got to throw it on for this. You know, I, ha- I have to. It's just <laughs> it, it has to be done. Yeah, we're not going to be biased. However, it is fans. So, again, I don't want to stress this enough. We are fans, Asian football. We are huge fans of who we are fans of. It's what got us Philip Lindsay. It's what got us Michael Thomas. It's what got us great linebackers. It's what got us the players that we needed to succeed and win in the leagues that we're in. And that's what we are all about here, being huge fans of who we believe in, because that in the end, yes, there's sometimes that it's messed up mm-hmm. and sometimes that it's worked in our favor. Right. Can you give an example of maybe one time it messed up for you? Uh, to be fans of somebody, so I actually have one guy in particular in my mind as far as last year goes, a dude named Devin Funches. Previously, I think it was maybe two years ago, my man balled out a little bit, had a decent year to where he was fantasy relevant. It was one of those keeper leagues where I actually fell in love with him, kept him, actually started him every single game last year. Big bust, man. I mean, I just fell in love. I was a fan of the dude. Now I'm, I'm dropping him, dog. I mean, that's just one of those things that happens. Even if you're a fan of this one dude and you see something bad like that happen, you're like, nah. I can't play with him anymore, you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of different examples like that. I know you probably got at least one, two, maybe 15 <laughs> kind of examples with a dude you fell in love with, just waiting to see what happens. Yeah, no, I mean, of recent history, my boy Josh Doxson. Apparently, yeah. he, he, I, was, I, was, I was showing him a video about him. I think his rookie year, I talked about him. Mm-hmm. It's actually the first time I actually, I mean, I was behind the times on this, but I heard first time I heard that J. Cole song, apparently. And that was fire. And I, I don't know if the song made me fall in love more with Josh Doxson or the Josh Doxson highlights, but Josh Doxson has been one of most recent history. We, we, we have had our fair share of them, but we've had our fair share of the good times, too. Do you want to share that again? Yeah, I mean, I could throw this up here all day because considering how great it's going to be, you know, year in and year out, my man Philip Lindsay, it's a smooth pickup. It's just one of those gut feelings. You have a gut feeling that this dude's about to ball, bro, and you're going to feel it in there. It's going to be tough. But, yeah, I mean, that's just somebody I fell in love with. It's like, dude, if this dude keeps balling, I'm about to look like a boss in front of all of my peeps. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those dudes. And it, and it wasn't even a waiver wire pickup. So it was a draft. Mm-hmm. You actually, He actually drafted Philip Lindsay. It wasn't first week, oh, actually, he's probably doing something decent. He actually drafted Philip Lindsay. And oh, we boost me up, bro. He's <laughs> boosting me up. He's boosting me up. We do talk dynasty players, but it's, it's not your traditional dynasty team. So it's like a more of a glorified keeper league since there's quite a few players still on the waiver wires to pick up after our draft is complete. It's only 25 players. However, we do have defensive IDP players as well. There are plenty of people still out there on the waiver wire where easily someone like Philip Lindsay last year was still out there for many leagues, but not for us. But we want to get into the topic of the conversation today again. USC, we are right here 
Tebow. I think he's swaggy. I think so. What I kind of want to throw out there real quick while I got the mic that's in my hand, I'm gonna talk. So this dude was drafted in second round, 36. I mean, did anybody project that at all? I guess. I mean, some people have him first round, right? Yeah. First round, you had him first round mock draft, all that type deal. 49ers definitely got a feel. I feel like personally, I'm a fan of this dude just because I've watched him in college. I've watched him progress, getting hurt, coming back from the injuries at South Carolina. In my opinion, yeah, 49ers got a feel, man. I mean, you're gonna be happy some years to come. All that good stuff, man. That's, that's how I personally feel about it. We can kind of go into depth a little bit about it later. This guy, he is with the 49ers right now. Everyone thought there are so many other big wide receivers out there, right? So, Nikhil Harry, Hakeem Butler, DK Metcalf. <laughs> you know, I, I almost sold it. I almost sold it. There's so many people out there that everyone thought Kyle Shanahan needs his Julio Jones, right? And then when you think about picking up Debo Samuel, you're talking about he's supposed to be too small. He's supposed to have too big of a frame for a wide receiver. They said he was more like a running back. Definitely a hefty guy, you know what I'm saying? He's a hefty dude. They say that he can't really run routes. He's not a big route runner. He can't beat press coverage. Can't get separation. What else does he have to prove? Something that kind of comes right to my head. I actually watched an interview with Debo probably two days before he got drafted. My man was just talking about everybody that's doubted him and got him this far, whatever. Um, with that being said, he was also going around with somebody else, another rookie. They were going like on little you know, uh, meetings with other teams. I noticed that the way he was talking, like he, he just felt confident in about whoever's going to pick him. They're going to pick this dude and he's going to ball. Like Debo is going to ball. I see him. It feels good to be a Carolina fan to watch some of that go up high like that. But I mean, that's a little bias or whatever, but I'm a fan of the dude. I don't care. I mean, I'll tell you straight up. I'm a fan of the guy. One thing I do like about him is he did graduate from the University of South Carolina. So that was actually one of his big goals. If you follow him on Twitter, he has his 2018 goals posted, pinned to the top of his tweet. So it's the first thing that you'll see if you follow him on Twitter. These are some of his goals. I just kind of want to get you to know him a little bit. Graduate college. He did that, right? So he's, he's graduated from college, USC. That's the first thing. And may I say it's the real USC? Yeah, yeah. Let me snag that in there, all you Trojan fans. I know we might have some around there. That's one thing that kind of grinds my gears. Who was there first? What college was first? South Carolina, man. But anyway, anyway, it's a story for another day, but that's just how I feel about it. I don't even know if there are Trojan fans anymore. I mean, the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush days are back, back in the old. Juju Smith-Schuster is somebody I would love to talk about, but I ain't going to throw him in there too much because that's someone that's on my fantasy team. But, yeah, they weren't that great in college. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. Real USC. <laughs> yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, that is another one of your guys. Got to admit that, too. You snagged him up before he actually got big his rookie year. Definitely, Nathan has hit on some people. Again, it's not about the experts. We don't like to follow that. None of us do. You talk to a lot of people in our league, and we just love watching the game. So we'll watch the game. We're competitive with each other. We like to have fun. We like to enjoy what we're watching. And that has translated to us being really successful in fantasy football when we do play. The other thing is the goal is to stay healthy. Debo yeah. has had some injuries in his career. Yeah, you got pros and cons for each player. I firmly believe Debo is one of those guys that South Carolina relied on him a lot. I mean, he was kind of our go-to guy, whether it be passing it, whether it be kickoff return, punt return. You know, we used this guy a lot, so that kind of put his body out there to get hurt. 
not saying he's not durable. I think he's durable enough definitely to make it into the league. So I feel like injury bug, everybody looks at that as kind of a bad thing. But I personally feel like he'll be straight. My man can ball in there. Everybody's going to get hurt. It's football. whoop de doo You know, at the end of the day, I think he'll be straight. I think he'll be straight. Well, the good thing about it is in 2018, he was healthy the whole year. So we got a whole year of Debo Samuel. His first year, 2015. So he actually, well, he redshirted his freshman year. And then in 2015, he played his first game. He went to Chapman, and he'd pick him between North Carolina and South Carolina as the school that he would attend to and play football with. He ended up choosing South Carolina. His first game he played was against North Carolina, and he not only fumbled the ball, but then pulled his hamstring. Debo, I mean, kind of showed out, obviously, the first game, then he gets hurt. He came in, he lost that fumble, and hurt his hammy. He was out seven games, basically the rest of the year, essentially. What he did is he came back against the Clemson Tigers. That was his first touchdown ever, one-handed catch, back in the end zone. And you know what they listed him as whenever he was playing? An offensive weapon. If you could consider him an offensive weapon with in-game coming out, he could be a hero, he could be an Avenger, he could be a Batman, like what, whatever it is, man. What would that be for you? My man Debo's a Thor kind of dude, you know what I'm saying? Slinging the hammer. I could see Debo doing that, man. I mean, he's an offensive weapon. What is Thor like in there? I've watched some Marvel movies, but what is like Thor and Debo related? Like I could see them kind of being somewhat similar, right? Like he's got the rock. So Thor rose to the top over his brother. It's not like it was a competition. He loves his brother, Loki. He wants them to do good together, but he did rise over his other brother. He does bring the hammer. He does bring the boom. He will let you know he's there. God of thunder. I like it. Good comparison. See, I was thinking even bigger, though. So I was thinking, give me the Doctor Strange, mastering of the mystic arts, He's able to put you into another dimension when he hits you with that shake, takes you to the house, touchdown, grab it with the one-handed catch, manipulate the angles that he's at on the field to get in the position that he needs. And then he has the ability to call and wield Thor's hammer. So yes, he does bring the boom, so I agree with you there. That's what I was thinking. But then I'm even taking another notch up, and he has a power morpher to call upon an ant to drive in where he'll be a part of the Megazord, the neck part. So the neck brings everything together. I remember my little action figures. I played my action figures. You could easily take their head off. The neck part wasn't really fitted correctly to be able to hold that much of you messing around with their neck. Because the neck is very important. It's an important piece. You have to have a strong neck. Debo got that strong neck. That neck game. Debo actually had... A strong neck. On Friday, you look at that man's neck. That's a strong neck. You don't want to mess with that man. One of the most famous scenes whenever the guy comes to ask for his bike, I can't have my bike back. He's like, this is my bike. Bam! Hits him in the face. Papa comes out. You want some of this too, old man? Papa's like, nope. Nobody want to mess with that strong neck. Ain't nobody trying to mess with Debo. Ironically, though, Debo was actually giving out bikes. I think he gave out about 50 bikes over there near Greenville area. So he's giving back to the community. Just a great guy all together. Really enjoy him. Back to the 2018 goals. He did stay healthy. He did graduate college. He wanted to come closer to God. That's good. He's, he's a good religious man. That's a good thing. Debo, he lives in the Bible Belt. The guy that we're going to have on the show for tomorrow, Hunter Renfro. Again, Bible Belt. And the Bible Belt says as long as you go to church on Sundays and don't miss too many times, you're good and you're covered. However, just kind of looking at Debo, 
it does seem like he truly wants to get closer himself, which is a big thing to do. A lot of people don't know how to do that. And so I respect a man who understands that there's more to this world than him, more than just cosmic happenings that bring us together. Taking care of his people, he's really close with his friends and his family. His real name is Tyshawn, and his stepmother, Precious, actually is the only one who would call him Tyshawn. So Tyshawn is his actually his, his real name, and it's only whenever she was upset. I, I definitely want to stay on the nickname basis with, with Debo, because there's not a lot of people who actually call him Tyshawn. <laughs> Yeah, it's like people calling me Nasty Nate. And then whenever the old mom gets mad, she's Nathaniel. Nathaniel, get over here. <laughs> you hear Ty, she said Tyson? You call him, you, if Debo hears Tyson, like out in the games or something, he's going to be like, oh, God, <laughs> what's about to go on right now? <laughs> I like to say my mom still calls me Abram, and it's because I haven't done anything great yet in the Bible. Abram changes to Abraham after he gets great. Abraham, the president, you know, he had a full name, Abraham. So I, I like to say I haven't done anything great yet. But that time is to come. That time is to come. I believe that. We believe. Believe. The other thing is that his stepmom actually had her own nickname for him. So his nickname is Debo, and it comes from the movie Friday. But she had her own nickname for him, Sweet Feet. And she basically said, why do you run like that out there? is what she asked him, and he says, because I'm not trying to get hit out there. <laughs> He's trying to get them sweet feet, dog. I like that, dude. Man, I ain't had no cool nickname like that when I was playing sports. Like, people like, hey, that's a white dude over there just trying to do his thing, you know? But, I mean, some other stuff that I actually have gained to love about Debo, the little stories I hear about him, you know, hyping people up that when he was a senior over at USC, like, he was just bringing these young cats up, like Brian Edwards that plays for South Carolina. They're really close friends as well. Just definitely took over the leadership role for Carolina, and I, I like the stories that I just hear. So even whenever he gets there in San Fran, I could see him kind of taking his exact role for exactly what it is. He's not going to be a leader straight out when he gets there. He's going to accept his role, player kind of role or whatever, and then he's going to take that and actually be the best at it, and year in and year out, he's going to get better and gain experience, and sooner or later he's going to ball even more. The leadership speaks to what he has done and where he's at right now. Going back to his family and how, how close he is with his family, he's actually the younger brother of his, br his brother's Quan, and Quan actually had some hardships uh, that he had some struggles with in the jail system and he could have followed that path actually he followed his brother all the time they talk about the relationship that they had and he could have followed the same steps that his brother did but he took a leadership role went a different route and he actually became a leader like I said I mean of prominent people Nathan you've played with Brian Edwards so you know kind of how he probably was a leader himself and for Debo to come in and be a leader of a leader that speaks highly of him. Now let me just say this like knowing Brian Edwards I don't know him but I played against him he was a young buck whenever I was at Ainer High School small town near Conway shout out to the Ainer people. I played against Brian I could definitely see as far as him balling out when he gets older that's a different story for a different day that I love to talk about any kind of hometown hero bro like I I'm for you like that's a, I mean, a little foreshadowing for our next little segment we'll have is about Hunter Renfro. Please stay tuned for that. That's going to be a good one. I got a lot of stuff to say about him and, and balling out and good stuff like that. Foreshadowing for that, you know, we're going to have a really good segment that we're going to have about Hunter Renfro. So if you want to subscribe, hit that right day, you know, it would be in day. 
go ahead, hit it, let's go. But that's just a little foreshadowing for all that good stuff. Well, at least this segment right here is about a South Carolina boy, but it's not going to be all about that. I mean, we're going to figure out different other people, fans of, and all that good stuff, man. So Yeah, yeah, definitely that's what it's all about. The other goals to wrap it up is enter the NFL draft. He did that. You know who he got drafted by. And then to be successful, I would say that being drafted 36 overall is pretty successful. Would you Would you not say? Yeah, he's going to be making some cheddar. Cheddar's going to be in his pocket. That's for sure. <laughs> I would also say that another sign of success, may, maybe worse successful, is if you have your own website. So Debo Samuel actually has his own website. It's uh, DeboSamuelLLC.com. So he's just made himself a business. Like, he's literally a business. His name is a business LLC. <laughs> he a business. He a business right there. Business. That br- that that brother. That's that brother in business, man. <laughs> he, you see, you see, you see him on Twitter. He says brother, brother a lot. B B R U D D A, but brother. <laughs> you my brother, Debo. You my brother. What I would like to kind of do is just see exactly. I know there's a lot of players in the NFL that like to compare. You know, you want to compare these guys. So as far as Debo, who's the guy? you know, that's in the NFL now that you kind of could compare Debo to. I have a guy that I think he could be like. He's a little bit smaller, but like, just tell me straight to you. Like, who do you think Debo's most comparable to? So who I compared him to is my man Randall Cobb. He's nasty. He's vicious. He's not as big as Debo Samuel was, but he is not scared to hit you. So he, he, he will use his body. He'll try to run through you. He can play the slot, so he was more of a slot. He was Aaron Rodgers' slot guy. He'd go across the middle, take the hit. He wasn't scared to take that hit, and that's why they used him in that ability. He could also go on to the outside, take a couple out routes, take a couple post routes, and take it to down the field. So that's who I've equivalated to. I'm terrible at the comparison, honestly. Yeah. I'm not really good at like comparing people because I personally just like to look at the person for who they are. Yeah, I agree with AJ. I mean, com- comparing people is kind of tough, and it's never going to be exactly who you're going to compare them to in the first place, but... I think as far as versatility, I just I had him up there with maybe like a Tyler Lockett kind of guy. I know he's not as quick, you know. Tyler Lockett's fast and legs, that dude's quick. But as far as versatile and all that stuff, I just saw it kind of like a Tyler Lockett situation where who's the 49ers got as a kick returner? Who's their guy? So we have Dante Pettis. So Dante Pettis right now is the guy. Trent Taylor was also at punt return. I don't even want to slide to get Abel hype and stuff, but like just thinking about the 49ers offense, definitely a bump up from last year. You're getting Tevin Coleman, you're getting Jared McKinnon, you're getting all these dudes back, and I don't know, man. It could be smooth for him. I mean, who else did they pick up in the draft? Didn't the 49ers pick up another wideout? Didn't they? Jalen Hurd was the guy. So he, he's another guy. So I'm actually a Tennessee fan personally. And Jalen Hurd started out in Tennessee. He was a running back. And then he moved on and he went to play at Baylor. And he's a wide receiver there. So he could play either one. I actually heard that they're going to try to play him at tight end. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. But George Kittle's there, huh? You think he's got that uh, spot down locked? He's got that spot locked down. That spot locked down. <laughs> yeah, he's got that one. But um, just thinking about the 49ers in this situation, I think they're good. Debo, though, when we're thinking about Debo, what kind of impact is he going to have in the first year? Fantasy-wise, what do you project? going to come out balling? Is he going to come out taking a couple games to get him in the groove with Jimmy G? You know, like, I mean, what do you think as far as, like, fantasy impact of Debo's first year? One thing I will say is when he was mentioning, people thought he was too small, had too big of a frame for the play wide receiver. 
did not know how to run routes, did not know how to have separation. One thing he says, what else does he have to prove? I'm a wide receiver one. A wide receiver one? 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 You talking about one? One? You want one time? You want one time? Chicken one time? We took his head. Abe's Asian, so he can do that. Abe's Asian, he can do that. One. They say fry, fry, right? Fry, right? Yeah. Hey, wait, wait a second, real quick. So, Debo being a wide receiver one, what are your thoughts on that? I know you were probably going to sling the mic to me thinking about that, but now that I have the mic in my hand, I kind of want to be like, you're already on it. So, wide receiver one, huh? Whenever I think about it, he was a wide receiver one, essentially, for South Carolina, I'd say. Well, I mean, of course, Brian Edwards is out there as far as, like, height-wise, he's out there, but Debo is the go-to guy. Yeah, so he, he was, so why not? He literally played inside, out. Steve Samuel, inside out. Uh, oh, you can sing. Up and, uh. down. <laughs> Up and down. So, so he played both of them. So, why not? Why can't he do that? When you look at our roster, who is our number one? There's not a Jordan Matthews ain't gonna be number one for us. If he thinks he's gonna be number one, and he has the mentality with the way that he's able to overcome adversity and injuries and just his upbringing, I I think he could be a wide receiver one. I mean, I'm sure you like the aspect of him wanting to be a number one. I mean, that has got to get you hyped. He's got the mentality to be a number one. He's like, yo, put me in that position to win the ball game at the end of the day. Like that, I think that's who Debo wants to be. He wants to be that dude who's going to, like, come in clutch for a team and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, shoot, dude. Let him be a number one. Let's go. Let me see little dude from South Carolina that actually be balling in the NFL like that, you know. I mean, I, I'd love to see it. Yeah, again, not trying to be biased with it. I definitely think he's going to be slow start. Dante Pettis was too. Dante Actually, Dante Pettis came in and had a good first game, and he was hooking up really good with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think they're going to try to implement him rather early to get in there and just make as many plays as he can, put him in positions where he can make the plays. I really see this offense. Again, he's not the Julio Jones that everybody thinks that we need to find. They think that Julio Jones made Kyle Shanahan. When Kyle Shanahan was actually the offensive mastermind behind it all. So he takes the players that he likes and uses them to the best of ability. So you're going to look at Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis, both on the outside, shooting out deep routes. You got the safeties, they got to try to control that. You got George Kittle and in the slot, Debo Samuel coming across. You're going to have to try to guard that. Then you got to watch out for, I literally see them playing Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon at the same time. And if you have to, like, see both of them coming out of the backfield, who are you going to cover? That's six options right there. That's dangerous. I think I just saw Abe stand up and start going crazy inside of his head talking about the 49ers offense. I ain't even going to lie. Like, I just like, okay, simmer, simmer. But, yeah, I mean, they kind of try to hop up Kyle Shanahan so much. Julio Jones is Julio Jones, bro. Like, come on. I can definitely see what Kyle Shanahan hooked him up, but. Yeah, I mean, that's just my personal opinion on it. I, I do agree with Abe in some aspects there, but, I mean, he's a 49er fan. You ain't going to tell him no on some of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I could see Debo as far as my opinion on it. I don't want to say he's going to ball out this year in fantasy, and by all means, I see him. If I could pick him up in any kind of keeper league, I would. The kind of impact I see him doing is maybe a Cole Beasley kind of guy, at least first year starting out. So Cole Beasley, third down guy, get a touchdown. You know, here every once in a while, but I don't see him having a huge fantasy impact. 49ers got a lot of options. So he's going to definitely be a key role for the 49ers. Don't get me wrong, but as far as fantasy goes, yeah. Eh. Eh. 
That's the worst. Mm. Yeah, no, fantasy-wise, I don't even think I answered the question specifically <laughs> because I was so hyped about yeah. talking about that. I tell you this. I like him more than I like Harry. Nikhil Harry went ahead of Debo, and I actually like him more, even though Nikhil Harry has the chance to hook up with Tom Brady and have more opportunity. I just think that Nikhil Harry, he's actually going to take a couple years to allow his personality to catch up to his talent. He's so gifted physically, and he has all the build that you want coming out of college, but he just never tried hard. So it was like he was like a Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. So he was so good. He could beat anybody that he matched up with. He took the plays off. He didn't really put in effort all the time, 100%. Mm-hmm. So I really see him taking a couple years to really get yeah, it. But I mean, de- Developing-wise, Debo would have a little bit of a learning curve. I mean, you're in the NFL. You ain't everybody a Patty Mahomes, you know? <laughs> everybody can't go into a league ball out the first year, technically. People... People don't understand, like, Patty just started one year. Like, he didn't start at all his second year, I mean, his first year when he was a rookie. Yeah, Alex Smith is there. Whatever. Different story, different day. They mentioned that Debo is not a good route runner. He actually was working with at Route God, who played a big part of AB's ABC, <laughs> easiest route run tree. AB's route running increased with Route God, and he's been working with him in the offseason. He is making the strides to be that wide receiver one. We are fans of that. We believe in what he could do. You know, Debo's going to have a learning curve, like I said. I don't see him too much of a fantasy impact, but I just love the dude. I love why he continued to stay at South Carolina for as long as he did. He had something to prove when he got hurt. I look to see good things for Debo. Kudos to you, buddy. Like, hats off. I want to see you. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk to you. That'd be dope, you know, Debo swagging it up. Stats, career, 2,026 yards, 16 touchdowns in 30 games at USC. He got a good bit of that this past year against national championship winners, Clemson Tigers. 210 yards and three touchdowns against Clemson. He tore up Clemson single-handedly. The fact that we were able to pass on the top-rated team in the nation was incredible to watch. What was one of your favorite Debo Samuel moments? during the year as far as like my favorite all-time Debo memory I would definitely say when it came into 2017 the very first play of our season NC State we played them at Bank of America Stadium over in the Panther Stadium played them dudes man oh just like looking back at it the way he took it to the house like that mean that whole entire season I was like Debo like my boy at the end of the day he got hurt against Kentucky RIP whatever but it's probably my favorite memory I would definitely say as a South Carolina fan, just because that put me over the top. Like that time, like, okay, we going straight this year, you know? Just like South Carolina fans always are. We're going to be good, man. We're going to be good going to the ship. Jake Billy Heisman. Nah, but it, it brings good stuff back. Like just watching it. Dude, I remember like it was yesterday. Watch this. Just cut, cut. Thank you. First played the 2017 season, too. People don't know, but he was actually in the Heisman race, like the first three games. Just because he actually. Um, Oh, yeah, just because he actually, like, I think he took back three TDs, three games, and kickoff returns or whatever, maybe punt return. Um, but he was in the Heisman conversation, then my man get hurt against Kentucky. But other than that, I mean, that just shows you exactly what he's capable of doing. Like, that was one of my favorite memories of watching Debo um, at South Carolina. No, I agree. And, and ironically enough, my favorite memory of him is the game against Ole Miss. Same thing. It's a kickoff return. It, it just shows how much of an offensive weapon he is. The fact that you get this, the guy tries to get it, so he has to go back and get it. 
makes one little move. He's going to get a block here. Boom, right there, and he's off. You know, but this is my favorite part. This kicker, good angle. He's about to get him. Good speed. And a blah, 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 blah. Rumbling and tumbling. <laughs> Look like Abe running right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely looked like me out there. Now, I was out there playing with some of the youth now just before we recorded this right here. They had me looking like an old geezer for sure. You got two different looks if you watch the video for today. Your boy right here is wearing a polo and some jeans from church. Then you got old Abe over here in some athletic shorts and a tee coming back from football. Two different lifestyles, same dream. We got that dream. We actually do motivation mondays we try to post something on facebook it's kind of a little thing that i started and debo has a quote and here's debo's quote it says reality is wrong dreams are real i like that what do you think about that mm. yeah i wish i could just come up with a cool quote like that and people be talking about it but anyway yeah i like that i mean that that does kind of make sense for debo if you think about it smooth good wordage he definitely is a graduate of South Carolina. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah, and um, more on Debo, whenever you come to think about it, like, the kid has a chip on his shoulder. Young Abe over here saying that some 49er fans weren't that happy about it. You got to respect your team's pick. You ain't the Giants over here picking Daniel Jones in the first. I mean, that's crazy, but. I, I, th I thought there was a lot of different quarterbacks on the board. Just got to be happy for your team pick, you know, still be fans of him. I'm a fan of Debo. I think he's going to do good, and it's not biased at all. I mean, if he plays East Mississippi State Technical College, Miller Mott Tech, I don't know. I'd be a fan of him, too, depending no matter what kind of team he was on there. I am a fan of Debo, though. So we're, we're going to continue to be fans. The next fan show that we have, we're going to be talking about Hunter Renfro. So another slot receiver. Went to the Oakland Raiders. We're going to be talking about him. Let us know who you want us to talk about right now. We're going to kind of focus on the college players because the draft just happened. And we're, we do focus on Dynasty. We're going to get some defensive players in there too, IDP players. But let us know. You can subscribe. Who are you excited to maybe talk about this year? I could talk about Kyler Murray. You know, I could talk about him. There's a couple other guys that are not like – Big name guys you might not even know. They actually have the ability to go off. When it comes to like the actual people in the NFL, dude, don't get me started on a lot of them. Dude, I'm just excited about to talk about these players. Are you excited about like anybody in particular in the draft that's like nobody's ever heard of? Can you give me a little sneak peek of who you think is going to be that dude this year? Yeah, this is someone who has actually just got signed with the Ravens. So Marquise Brown is out there. So Hollywood Brown, he just got signed. But my dude is Antoine Wesley. I'm going to talk about him and another one that I actually truly think is going to be really the best pick and actually a quarterback that could be good for a while, Gardner Minshew. You probably never even heard of him, but he is in a good landing spot right behind Nick Foles in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe that Gardner Minshew is going to be a quarterback that have value and is going to do good. I'm excited to talk about things. Again, go ahead and subscribe. We got a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. We got the podcast. We got the vlogs essentially on YouTube that you could go ahead and subscribe to. We got the website. We're going to have that hooked up so that you can get the email subscriptions to get exactly what we're doing, how we're doing. And we're going to continue expanding. We believe in a lot of these people. We believe in what we're doing, and we want to believe in y'all. So we want to hear your comments. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear what you want to hear about because we can easily 
be fans or not be fans of a person as well and it's something it gives us something to talk about if you don't want us to talk about it dude we're gonna talk about them i'm sorry about it <laughs> didn't mean to but you know it's getting kind of hot in here might need to fan out real quick uh, i'm gonna start fanning out because we're fans and we're about to do <laughs> but yeah but yeah well, um look forward to the next show and have a lot to talk about for sure man